Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. From Santan Valley is Joe, and we're going to get him enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct, and you graduate with a fabulous prize. Sounds good, guys. Here we go, Joe. Now, you may have seen that Don Wells, who was Marianne from Gilligan's Island, passed away the other day. So we got some Gilligan's Island questions for uh, you today. Hard-hitting questions Yes. Today. So what was the skipper's actual name in the show? Was it Philip Quig? Was it Jonas Grumby? Or was it Meryl Steubing? Uh, Meryl Steubing, I think, was uh, the captain of the love boat. Um, Check out the big the- brain on Joe. Nice going, Joe. <laughs> what, what, what was the first guy's name? Philip Quig. Uh, go with the uh, the second name. The I second name is one. correct. Yes. Jonas Grumby. Jonas Philip, Grumby. Captain Quig, of course, is from the Kane Mutiny. Um, so, your next question. In one episode, a rock band washes up on the island, of course, leading the castaways to form their own bands. Of course. But, but what was the name of the rock band that washed up on the island and was able to do a concert despite there being no electricity on mm-hmm. the island? Yep. And uh, left the island, leaving everybody there behind <laughs> yet again. Was it Super Tramp? Was it the Desperados? Or was it the Mosquitoes? Uh... Ah, the mosquitoes. It was the mosquitoes. Yes. Nice job. Yet another example of the Beatles affecting pop culture. That's right. Every band had to be named after a bug after the Beatles. You have already won, but we'll give you one more question anyway. What was Marianne's last name on Gilligan's Island? Was it Summers? Was it Nelson? Or was it Moskowitz? Um, no, gosh, um... Marianne, uh, Gilligan's Island, Marianne yeah. Summers. Marianne Summers, there you go. Look all right. You. you nailed all three of them, Joe. Hang on, we got that prize for you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You got it. Hang on. And so, another successful edition of Mark and Interpol's Middle School. Yes. And by the way, the professor was named Roy Hinckley. Dr. Dr. Roy Hinckley. He did go to school. That's true. Gilligan's first name was Willie. So you are fully equipped in Gilligan's Island trivia for the day. It's amazing how much love that show gets for how short a time it was on television. And it's amazing and how... That and Star Trek, I think, might be the two biggest yeah. shows, legendarily big shows, that weren't on all that long. Yeah. yeah. F Troop wants to be in that category. Yeah. But no way. No way. We got to talk about the uh, the Tanya Roberts thing, which is really a weird, <laughs> weird story, but it's better than it was yesterday. Uh, I'll save you all the time if you don't have the ten minutes to listen between the uh, the two. For I just know this: Tanya Roberts is Jesus. She's yes, she has risen. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She, uh, she's immortal. She so far. Yep. Still fighting. Still sick, but she's she's not dead as it was reported yesterday. It's so yeah. weird. We'll get and, into that. You know, and it's it, here's a perfect example of the difference between men and women. Okay. Uh, last night, my wife is looking at her phone and she says to me, "Who's Tanya Roberts?" It's like, oh, they're killing me over here. Um, 
And if you don't know, you know, Tanya Roberts uh, from that 70s show is her best known role that now. That was her best role. That was, it was the best her, thing that she yeah. did in her career. She, she really fit that role very well. And she, she was, was great in it. And she was the last of the original Charlie's Angels show. She was the last replacement yeah, angel. I was going to say, she wasn't an original angel. No, she no. was uh, of the show, you know, that original Charlie's Angels show in the 70s. She was the last one. I think it was season five. That was the last season. She was to Charlie's Angels what Jenny Lee Harrison was. To three's, to three's company, company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what? I I always liked Tanya Roberts on that show, and uh, you know when Playboy had that pictorial spread from the Beastmaster movie, uh huh. I was <clears throat> beamed in on that one. I'm not gonna lie to you, she got better. <laughs> yeah, no, she's. I always thought she was gorgeous from Charlie's Angels on. So. I always thought she was unmemorable, with the exception of when she, if she hadn't come back on that '70s show, she'd be like Kelly LeBrock to me. She had a moment, and then it was quick and over. Uh, that '70s show did a lot yeah. to uh, validate her career yeah. and make her more credible and so forth. It but yeah, the, I, I hear what you're saying. It was the second coming, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. So how weird is the Tanya Roberts story? Yeah, we have a Mark and the Interpol retraction that we have to issue. Well, but the whole world's retracting. Yeah, so. that's the whole thing. Yeah. I'm, well, here's the thing. I, again, I, I mentioned this earlier. Um, I think that the first surprise of 2021 is that Tanya Roberts is Jesus. Yeah, she has risen. And they, they said she was dead yesterday. This is the actress and, from Charlie's Angels. And, and by and they, that, they, that they mean her, her publicist, her, everybody. everybody close yeah. to her said she was dead. Yes, but... She apparently, and the Bring weird thing is, dead. weird thing is, during Inside Edition, they were interviewing. I guess this guy says he's Tanya Roberts' boyfriend, right? And they're interviewing him about how sad he was, and he gets a call during the middle of it. We're breaking news. What just happened, Lance? What was what was that? The hospital's telling me she's alive, <laughs> and they're they're calling me from the ICU. Can- so the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya is still alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. You sound everything but happy, it, sir. It sounded weird, but that sounds very um, creepy. Is what that sounded like. But uh, yeah, you know what? She's still alive. She's still fighting. So yeah, the best tour. Yeah, I, you know, hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully we, she stays around. She was, you know, she was great in that '70s show. That was a role that totally fit her. Yes, and um, and, and resurrected her career, kind of like like yeah. Leslie Nielsen. You know how Leslie Nielsen is yeah. known. He's known now mostly for comedy, his comedy as opposed to the dramatic roles that he took. Same thing with Tanya Roberts. Yeah, you know, originally she was best known as as the last of the Charlie's Angels from the original TV show. She was also a, a Bond girl in View to a Kill. Yep, and then uh, and she was. In that Beastmaster movie the with Beastmaster with Mark Singer. Mark Singer, yeah. Who, yeah. Okay, which, another guy, Mark Singer, the male equivalent of Tanya Roberts. Yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> here, here, today, here today, gone later today. So, which of the Charlie's Angels? Let me ask you this: Which of the Charlie's Angels would you have married? Jacqueline Smith. Uh, you're not even going to stop and think about that. Nope. All right. No, Jacqueline Smith. She there was something about would, Jacqueline Smith that was so she was sultry, fantastic, sultry, yeah. sexy, smart, attractive. Uh, it seemed like she was stable. She was the most stable of all of them. She was the only one that was there the whole run of the show, uh, and and committed. I would <laughs> I would say her or Cheryl Ladd. I was a big Cheryl Ladd fan. Cheryl Ladd, who was, I think, was Farrah Fawcett's sister in the show. I think that's how they brought her in. Yeah, she was the replacement for Farrah Fawcett, yeah. uh, and she was no replacement for Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> although, no, I think she was great. Although she, you know, it's weird because Cheryl Ladd is kind of the blonde Jacqueline Smith. Yeah, yeah, there's a similarity there yeah. in that they, you know. Anyway, I think Guido's telling us we got a guy on the phone. Ask him the sure. same question. Okay, which of the original Charlie's Angels, the original TV show, any of them, would you have married? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I wasn't a real Charlie's Angels fan, but 
What? Um, I, I don't. No, not really. What's wrong with you? Um, don't you like gritty cop dramas? <laughs> Realism? Uh, no, okay. The only one I can think of was the uh, was one with the long blonde hair. That narrows it down to three different <laughs> Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not a fan. Truly All not right. a fan. All right. Appreciate take care. it, man. Thanks. See ya. Wow. Not a Thanks, fan. You. you know what the amazing part of this phone call is? What? He can't name a Charlie's Angel. I know. That's the more, the more stunning revelation in that call. It's amazing. <laughs> what the hell? Yep. I mean, come on. How do you not know? How I do know. you not name one Charlie's Angel? I know. Not one? Hell, I can give you the, <laughs> the sequence of when one left the show and one came on the well, show and so forth. That has restraining order written all over it is what that does. <laughs> all right, same question for you. Which Charlie's Angel would you have married? Probably Jackman Smith. All right, which one would you most like to have had a one-night stand with? Ooh. Maybe Tanya Roberts. Okay. No. Yeah. Farrah. No? Farrah. Okay, so that would be yours. Farrah, because she was batched crazy. Absolutely. Uh, I would go either Farrah or Tanya Roberts. I thought the, of the, just from a physical standpoint, Yeah, those were the two most attractive. You remember, you, can you remember the other, the other Charlie's Angel well, uh, there, replacement? Well, there was Shelly Hack. Yeah, nobody cared. Shelly Hack, nobody cared. No, she cared. was there for one season. And they, Here today, they realized, gone later today, yeah. They realized they made a mistake there. And that, I think, is who Tanya Roberts replaced. Yeah, vapid and, and just uninteresting <laughs> in every way, shape, and form, Shelly Hack. Completely overrated. You know. The um, properly named Shelly Hack. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't one good. Charlie's Angels, a show to, be, you know, it's great police work in there. Yes. The skimpier the outfit, the tougher the case. Yeah, I it's think basically so. And, the, and, uh, and, the mantra. Right there. By the way, I, I mean, one of the questions is, what was the whole point of Charlie having to be hidden? There was no point. There to was it. no point. To, why was Charlie hiding? Was he married and, and hanging out with you know hot women? And what was going on with that? Easiest acting job John Forsyth ever did. Yeah, I would think so. I think it was around this time yesterday when we first started talking about Tanya Roberts passing away. And uh, if you've just joined the show with Mark and Deanna Paul this morning, she didn't pass away. No. It was a mistake. I mean, it's not our fault. No, it got out somehow <laughs> from the hospital or whoever the publicist said it. And so uh, somebody's got some splaining to do. Yeah. But no, she's very much alive and got us talking about Charlie's Angels from the, you know, the, the original show. Not those movies they did with Drew Barrymore, but the originals from the late 70s. The, the original three were Farrah Fawcett Majors, because she was still married to Lee Majors at the time. Uh, Jacqueline Smith and Kate Jackson. Yes. Yeah. And then Farrah Fawcett left after only one year. Cheryl Ladd came in. And then I think Kate Jackson left later. Shelley Hack came in. They didn't like her, so they booted Shelley Hack. And that's where Tanya Roberts came in. So she yeah. was the last angel and was only there for a season. But we were just asking. Um, and you know what? It's actually pretty unanimous. Let's see if this guy follows the trend here. Which which of the angels would you, the original, you know, the show and whichever one you wanted, which yeah. would you have married? Jacqueline Smith all the way. Of course. How about the one night stand question? That would have to be Sarah. Yep. I'm old enough that I had the poster with her and the red one piece. <laughs> oh, the red one piece yeah. poster. Yes, yeah. we all remember that one. Um, but that's that's kind of the way it's been going so far. Yeah. The guys are the Jacqueline Smith. It was Jacqueline Smith is to the to Charlie's Angels what Larry Fine was to the Three Stooges. The perfect balance of of, <laughs> of hot looks, and intelligence. Looks? Yeah. Is that what Larry looks, Fine looks, was? Looks yeah. and intelligence, yeah. yeah. No, because okay. you remember Larry Larry occasionally would 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 be the victor. 
And then other times right. would be the butt of the joke. And, and I think was, Jacqueline Smith was that, too. She was the most well-rounded of them, no pun yeah. intended. No, no, I agree with you. And she was yeah. there the whole time. She had the durability. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Larry Fine was the same thing. Yep. He was there the whole time. Yep. So, uh, you know, actually, we've got I'm sure work. that's the weirdest connection that's ever been made for right. Jacqueline Smith, and we'd like to apologize yeah, for she's it, like, but what there a, it is. What a lovely compliment. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> hey, Mo. Um, so actually we got a woman on the phone. Oh boy. So if, if, if you were a guy <laughs> or, or maybe if your son was going to marry one of the original Charlie's Yeah, Angels let's not make cast, assumptions here. Yeah. You know, from the original show, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess everybody would say Farrah Fawcett, but I always thought Jacqueline Smith was mm-hmm. the most attractive. All right. All right. And Nobody's arguing with you. And did you ever have a pillow fight with your roommate over thinking about Jacqueline Smith by any chance? <laughs> No? Just me? No, but I had plenty of fantasies about her myself. Good for you. Hey, it's been really nice talking to you. Yep. I'm going to remember this call. Yep, a little later on this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time with it. See ya. Take care. Thanks. That's what Bye. she said. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, on that note... Hey, everybody, it's Destino. It's time for... Come out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Kimber from Phoenix on the phone with us, and it's time to do time out for Spanish. Up for grabs today, we have a DVD copy of the PBS and Masterpiece miniseries Roadkill, starring Hugh Laurie, who was house. Are you ready for your time out for Spanish phrase? No seas estúpido, podría hacerte famoso. Did you hear that? I did. Let's give it to you again. No seas estúpido, podría hacerte famoso. Does that phrase translate into A, why do they call it beauty sleep when you wake up looking terrible? <laughs> B, fart when someone hugs you, it makes them feel strong. <laughs> or C, don't be stupid, it might make you famous. Which one is it? Hmm, I'm going to go with C. It is C. Congratulations. Don't be stupid. It might make you famous, especially in a convenience store with a can of Twisted Tea. (laughs) Hang on, Kimber. You're victorious. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Uh, you know what? We mentioned Tanya Roberts earlier. We spent so much time talking about the fact that she's still alive. We forgot to mention that Lori Laughlin, the actress from Full House, who, you know, had her kids trying to get into USC with the phony scandal and all that stuff. Yeah. She's, she's out of prison. She did her two month sentence. Oh, boy. Oh, it was rough. It was rough. She was a. Uh she had a hard time adjusting. She broke some rules. She lost her latte privileges for a week. <laughs> you laugh. Oh, the struggle is real. Yeah, you laugh, but the struggle is real. you got to understand, the amount of time that she was in prison was the prime filming season for the Hallmark movie channels, where she makes her money. That is true. That's where she makes her money. Yeah, she used so to she make lost her a money. Lot, she lost yeah. a lot of income yeah, in she that did. situation. So and the struggle was, is, in fact, real. Yeah, hell. She was stuck in one of those cells that only had a 48-inch TV screen. Right, exactly. Really bad. Yeah, I understand, yeah. Really took, tough. Yeah, yeah. And then when she when she shut her lights out, lights out were at nine. Yeah. She kept it on until nine oh two because she's a rebel <laughs> and she can't be. She's a rule breaker. Yep. They took her remote control away from her. <laughs> so yeah, she had to get out of the bunk yep. and walk over to that forty eight yep. inch yep. TV. And then I don't know if you know this, 
but finding out how to change the channels on TV without a remote control, that is an exercise in futility. It is very difficult. It's very difficult. The struggle is is real. We got our dumbass standing by, but first, uh, our producer Guido, who came in yesterday, first day of the new year, with no glasses on. I thought it was his new contact lens look, but... (laughs) Nope. Blind as a bat. Lost your <laughs> lost your glasses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunate accident over the holiday break. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Uh, but uh, the the nice thing was I went down to the optometrist, uh, my local optometrist, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I actually ran into a huge fan of the show. She said she listens every morning. Uh, one of the office administrators. Nice. What's so, her name? Joanne. And, nice. uh, and I believe Jolene. I, I, I met Joanne for a while. Okay. Jolene kind of introduced us. All right. Uh, but both, both said, uh, they listen daily. Nice. Huge fans of the dumbass of the day. Nice nice ladies who know eyeballs. Yes, 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 very well. Coincidentally, that's that time of the day where we do the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day, so (laughs) hope they're listening. You didn't step on your glasses, did you? No. All right. No, no, no. Do you you, you now have new glasses? Uh, They're being ordered. Yep. All right. So you're you're driving without glasses? No, no, I have some. Roadhog! (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's got to get his glasses done. They got to have the right subscription. Subscription, you know, for his glasses. Yes, for yes, yes. Yeah. I can't find my glasses. <laughs> All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Here, it's time for our uh, Mark and Interpol Dumbass of the Day. Yes. And because it is a two for Tuesday, if you're new to the program, we'll double it up today. All right. Speaking Just of, for good measure. Speaking of driving, I sometimes wonder how fast a car has to be going before a cop says, hey, I'm not even going to bother trying to pull that guy over. You, you know, there are some municipalities that do have a right. safety, a public safety law where they just kind of go, look, it's not worth it. And they let him go. Yeah. So I will give it to the Iowa State Troopers along I-35 last Tuesday. They did not let one driver's speed deter them from pulling him over. The driver was doing 114, and the troopers were able to get him over to the side. The driver's excuse was that he was uh, rushing to get back to college in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But uh, 114, while not as impressive as the 155 the guy was doing in Tempe on I-10 the other day. Amateur. Is, uh, is a bit much, especially during a blizzard. A blizzard that required Iowa State troopers to assist on 91 crashes between 6 and 9 p.m. last Tuesday. Now, you know, you have driven in snow. I have driven in snow. Oh, my God. Uh, 114? 114 in snow. What was he driving? Do we know? Uh, He was driving a new vehicle called On a Prayer. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's amazing. Unless it's a snowmobile yeah. set up for ice racing. <laughs> no way. And then we have 54-year-old David Mann of Tallahassee, Florida. What's up, man? Also last Tuesday, leave it to a Floridian to get himself in trouble while drying off. And when I say drying off, you, you know, you may picture him getting out of the shower at home using a towel like a normal person. As opposed to David's story, which involved getting really drunk and then falling into a small pond after he woke up. Well, when in Florida. It, it also involves <laughs> him not being home, uh-huh. but instead being on the campus of Florida State University. In Two college par- stories today. <laughs> in, a, in a parking garage. Education is important. Yeah. Well, this guy's 54 years old. He hasn't gotten any yet. Uh, and it also involves David not air drying, but instead breaking into the fire extinguisher case. Sure, why not? And using that to try and dry off. Okay. Police were called to arrest the man who was covered in powder, according to witnesses. Good news, though. He was not on fire. 
That's good news. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not only did he fall in water, he had a fire extinguisher, too. Well, be prepared. So David and the 114 mile per hour in a blizzard guy will make them both. Mark and Neanderthal, dumbasses of the day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. And the Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You can find them at ridenow.com. Do you think this is strange? I'm, uh, I go to the store, and as I come out, I notice in the, the far part of the parking lot, closest to the, the main road okay. from the supermarket doors, they've got a trailer set up, like a, like a big trailer, like a blood donation, a blood drive type trailer you'd see in a parking lot. Like a bookmobile. Yeah, or a construction site office. You know, they have yeah, a temporary I know what you're trailer yeah, there. Yeah, okay. But it was for mammograms. Huh. Right? I, yeah. Would that be... I mean, wouldn't that be an odd impulse purchase? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, you know how the- it does seem like an odd. I mean, it is a little cold. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure the drive-through mammogram. It's I not, mean, if you've not ever even been drive-through, you walk up the three steps into the trailer. Well, if you've ever been in in New Orleans, they give mammograms all the time on Bourbon Street. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just. No, I think it's, it's a different situation. It is. It, I, it just seemed like a strange, like. Yeah. I couldn't picture a woman coming out of the store, you know, two bags of groceries in her hand saying, you know, I think I got time to flop one out and have it examined before the ice cream melts. Well, let me ask you this question. Let's let's just swip, flip it around so that we're not we're not being sexist right. pigs. I know what you're going to ask. Would you go in and have the yam bag jiggle to, for hernia check? <laughs> not in a parking lot. Yes. I mean, I mean, usually you have to pay extra for that time. <laughs> I mean, if and you're I wouldn't ever, have, you know, it's like a prostate check, too. I, you know. Yeah, I'm not, you know. I'm not sure I'm going to go in there and get my hernia checked. You know, yeah. like what they call it, what it was it when you get the sports physical for, a, for right. football back yes. in the day, turn your head and cough. No, I don't think I'm going to walk out of my, I'm not walking out of Lily's <laughs> with a bag full of crabs. No. To go check to see if, if I have crabs. a bag full of yeah, crabs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it just seemed like a weird kind of thing that, uh, you know, it would suddenly strike. You know, that's a, darn it, that's a great idea. I'll well, get that taken care of now. Well, you know what? I've got to be, I don't have to be home until four. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Honey, you'll never guess what I did today. How yeah. was your day, dear? <laughs> well, I did all the shopping and I got my mammogram. You know, it's funny. I, I got home. I asked my wife about it. And instead of answering the question, she's like, you know, that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm sure it I'm, is. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what we're talking <laughs> about here. Goes, you don't have to get your thing crushed in between two pieces of, pieces of glass. I'm like, I'm, yeah, never mind. You know what, though? She's, she's probably never had the hernia check. You know, when he goes in there, <laughs> when he goes in there and he's, he's shuffled him like he's about to throw right. a dice down yeah. on, the, on the table. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? I'm playing craps. From what I hear, the mammogram's a little less comfortable no, than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. It, it's, anyway. like a, it's like it's a George Foreman grill is what's going yeah. on there, I think. Just a... Uh, I, I was just kind of wondering about it. You know, it's All like right. you know, you're in the supermarket at the checkout. It's like, <laughs> you need any ice or stamps or a mammogram? <laughs> how do you, you know, how do you get that covered? Can you <laughs> use your Benny card for that? What do you? <laughs> so weird. Your That's club weird. card at the store. Yes, exactly. Am I going to get gas, gas discount for this? <laughs> gas points. Yeah, might as well. Sure. All right, then. whole bunch of stuff going on politically, but we haven't gotten into it at all. Because that's kind of not what uh, we do. Yeah, it's a big election in Georgia today. But um, 
the uh, the thing you just were telling me, yeah, this was from what Sunday when they sort of re, you know they reconvened Congress and they had the guy do the invocation, right? Isn't yeah, that what they it's, do? it's the first congressional session of the new year. Um, and Kansas City Minister Emmanuel Cleaver, who I'm familiar with because I lived in Kansas City, um, he's a very prominent um, member of the cloth back there, you know, a minister in Kansas City was chosen to do the invocation, which is, you know, and, and regardless of your political beliefs on it, they do basically a prayer for the safety yeah, of the Congress and all that stuff before the session. Formality, they yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he chose to end it with what he claims was a pun or a joke to recognize the amount of women who are serving in Congress, and he used the wrong nomenclature, if you will. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You're, no, that's not the way that works. Hang on, wait. Amen. Amen. And a woman. No, no, that's not. Amen is not gender specific no. in that in that context. Amen. Amen believes it means I believe, or 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 so it is written. Amen is like. Amen is yeah. What he said. Yeah. Yeah. Amen is. Our, it's like ditto. Can I get yeah? Can yeah. I get it? Can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> exactly. Amen is not. It's yeah. It's, it's not, not gender. It's, it's it's not gender specific any more than the word specimen yeah. is gender specific, even though it ends with m e n. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Amen. And a woman. No. 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 That's wrong. That's trying too hard is what that is. Yeah, that's wrong is trying what that too is. Hard and, to, and he is taking yeah. a, a ton of heat over it, and rightly so. Yeah. Look, everybody that's complaining about that is right. You're correct. Everybody is correct yes. on that. Every it's man, just, every woman, everybody. A, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Amen is like, is, hey, that was a good show. Amen. Amen, yeah. I you believe. bet it was. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah is what I mean. You heard? Yeah. Yeah. You ain't lying. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> amen. Some kind of a weird thing. 2021 is going to be every bit as goofy as 2020. I can feel it already. People are trying too hard and we're actually regressing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, we uh, we kind of wish this wasn't still a thing, um, and we're not looking forward to celebrating the one-year anniversary of the coronavirus update, but it's still a thing, and as long as it's still a thing, we'll still try to keep you updated and give you a little bit of a giggle along the way with the Mark and Neander Paul coronavirus update with jokes. So uh, data from the past seven days says that... Arizona has the highest rate of COVID-19 in the world. It's, of course, adjusted for population, but we have the highest rate of COVID-19 per capita in the world. All right. That's the first first time we've been on top since July 7th of 2020. As Ric Flair says, it's one thing to be the man. (laughs) It's another thing to stay the man. And he also says, happen if all the women in the world disappeared? What would happen if all the women in the world disappeared? Oh my god, it'd be a serious pain in the butt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this is the weirdest news I've ever read related to the coronavirus. Okay. 
ambulance crew. This is I'm, hang with me here. I know that was a very mighty proclamation, but I don't believe you're going to be able to top this story ever. Ambulance crews, paramedic crews, those responsible with addressing accidents and victims on the scene of accidents, yeah, have been told and instructed by the Department of Health in California not to transport patients with little chance of survival to hospitals. Wow. What do you do? You leave them there? That's Just, what I was yeah. thinking. So I looked it up. If there are no signs of breathing or a pulse, EMS will continue to perform resuscitation for at least 20 minutes. And then if the patient is stabilized after the period of resuscitation, they'll be bringing to the hospital. Be bringing, sorry. Be taken to the hospital. If the patient is declared dead at the scene or no pulse can be found, paramedics will no longer transport the body to the hospital. And it ends right there! Well, a great man I used to know would say, well, from a practical standpoint, (laughs) that makes sense. I mean, this is that old George Carlin thing. If they want football to be so much more like a war game, leave the injured on the field. Is that what they're doing in California? Leaving victims on the road? They got a lot of cases. Guy walks into a bar. Okay. Sits down at the bar stool at the end of the bar. Takes a look at the menu and reads it as follows. Hamburger, $2.99. Cheeseburger, $3.99. Chicken sandwich, $4.99. Handy, $19.99. You know, lending a helping hand, if you will. Yeah, sure, handy. All right. So he waves down the bartender. And up walks this tall, completely stacked, beautiful redhead in her mid-20s. She smiles at him. And he says in a quiet voice, hey, uh, are you the one that gives the handies? <laughs> and the bartender blushes a little bit and says, why, yes, I am. With a sexy little smile, he goes, cool. Wash your hands. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> All right, we got some uh, changes at the upcoming Phoenix Open. That'll happen early February, first weekend. Uh, normally on a Saturday at the Phoenix Open, they would have about 200,000 people there. Yeah, that's a lot. This some of year, them might have actually been wearing clothes. I, some of them enjoy <laughs> golf. Um, this year, they're only going to have 8,000. That's the limit. Okay. Uh, the 16th hole, instead of the normal three-story grandstand. Normal for the 16th hole, by the way. Thanks, Horror. Yeah. Uh, this year, it's just going to be one-story with a little seating in front also, and no bird's nest this year. But the Phoenix Open is on. They will have some people there. It's February 4th through the 7th. Hey, what happened to the flat earther who decided to walk to the end of the earth to prove it was flat? Uh, what did happen to the flat earther who walked to the end of the earth to prove it was flat? Well, he came around. <laughs> And that is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with, with jokes. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. 
And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.